fade you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. This is fade you. What's going on, moms and dads? Welcome to another episode of the Fade You podcast. With the NFL season winding down, we're here to preview week 17 of Poodle Week 17 for both players in contests like ourselves and for actual NFL teams to varying degrees. We'll touch on all of that. My name is Matthew James, joined by a couple of dads. It's uh, We're getting ready to head into New Year's weekend, so the dads are busy. Uh, we don't have Chris Duke. Didn't really get a sense of where he's at. All he told the group was that he would be black till Friday, and it's Wednesday afternoon. So uh, no Chris this time. No Kmart helping get dinner ready for the family. But in from the beta is my dad, Joe. Joe, the golf game sounds like what? it's a pretty deep trip. How has vacation life been up there in beautiful Northern California? It's been great, man. It's about to piss rain. It rained just a little bit uh, yesterday. Today was the only day where it wasn't scheduled to rain, so snuck in some eighteen with or snuck in eighteen with a couple of my buddies from high school. It was a great time. Handicaps going a little bit lower, and the BAC is going up, so things are good. <laughs> that's uh, that's the the right direction for both of those to be sure, and. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations on upgrading from the iPhone 7, Dad. That's a great job. Welcome to the year 2022. It was a big day. Yeah, I was without a phone for about a day and a half. Upgraded from the iPhone 7. Got myself an iPhone 8. Um, <laughs> had to go to three different Best Buys. I'm very old school. I had to go to three different Best Buys because I, I am not ready to get away from the button. I, I have to have the home button. So three different wow. Best Buys I had to call. One of them had a refurbished iPhone 8. I said, hold that son of a bitch for me. I'll be right there. So I have a working phone. Feels good. I can't tell if you're kidding or not. No, I'm dead the serious. IPhone 8. I'll tweet a picture. No, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'll tweet a picture of it. I, I'm not ready to get rid of the home button yet. Wow. So. I haven't seen a home button in like six years. I, I can't imagine my life without it. But he's just uh, he's just an old school kind of dad, apparently. So I'm wondering. Thank goodness I'm ready for Joe to say something with that face he's making right now. And I'm like, okay, he texted that his internet's fucked and it's black because I'm just waiting for him to let me have it. But yeah, I know. Frozen, so. <laughs> Joe, hold that thought, Joe. We'll hold get, we'll get you back yeah. in a second. <laughs> All right. Uh, exciting weekend coming up. We finally have the college football playoff happening, and we can hopefully get to some bowl, bowl games that mean something because these some of these have been kind of hard to watch. Uh, watching Kansas in the first half after I got home from my drive was pretty brutal. And uh, yeah, there's just been been a lot of bad ones. Um, so looking forward to that. If anybody hasn't listened to our bowl preview with Mr. Joey Cheese, that's a few episodes ago. Go check that out. Uh, you guys talked about the the semifinal matchups, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so for anybody, yeah, Joey's got a pretty big Ohio State bet. 
Um, I think he tweeted the other day, it's his biggest bet of the year so far. So um, we'll, we'll all be Buckeyes fans for him. Yeah. Can't wait for that. And uh, you missed a couple of winners if you haven't listened to that episode yet, but you can still go check that out and see where the dads are at with some of these bigger bowls. Of course, the semi, some of the other new year six, so go check that out. Uh, if you've got a little Christmas bonus, maybe, and you're looking for some action here as college football starts to wind down, college basketball is going strong. I know the dads have been texting a bunch of winners in the group chat, so we're going to try to right. post more of those to Twitter. And we got Joe back. So uh, exciting time that, of year uh, as we look ahead. All good as we look ahead to 2023. Yep. But right now we want to talk about NFL Week 17. And we're recording this on Wednesday afternoon on December 28th. About five hours ago, the news broke that Derek Carr was not going to be playing anymore for the Raiders. They're going to go with Stidham. Uh, there's all kinds of reports out there that this is related to incentives. This is related to guaranteed money. They can't afford to get him hurt. I think at the end of the day, what we should acknowledge is going into these last two weeks in the NFL regular season, all this motivation to extremely varying degrees becomes a really difficult part of the handicap. Clearly you have teams playing for their playoff lives. You have a couple teams this week where this game doesn't matter and their week 18 game does. You have teams that have clinched a bunch of shit already. You have teams playing for seeding. So I guess what I would ask both of you overall is how do you make sense of all of the information that's out there? Neil? Yeah, that's a great question. And I, I think the best way that I could say is you probably just stay away if you can, right, to, to those games. I mean, we look no further than the, the game tomorrow night. And, you know, the game that I was going to talk about, which is this thing was 10 and a half. This thing was 10, 10 and a half. And Westgate posts their lines and they have it at 10 and a half. News comes down, Derrick Henry's not going to play. I don't think that was a shocker. As soon as he was listed as questionable earlier in the week, I thought to myself, there's no way he's playing in this game on a Thursday. Matt referenced, this game means absolutely nothing for them. Um, and now all of a sudden, like the real line is, the bettable line is 13. Never heard of a running back being worth two and a half, three points to any type of line. Um, if there was, it's probably him, but... Um, yeah, to, to your point, I think when you have this, it's just stay away. Bet totals. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Like th- this honestly would be, this honestly might be my lowest bet week as far as sides go. If I wasn't in the con, you know, if I wasn't in the contest, I don't think I'd be touching much of this week because for all the reasons, things you just said. It's just bet the uh, bet the division unders. Shout out, mom Kelly in Vegas. There's seven of them this week. So go ahead, Joe. It's just, I think, like Neil said, it's it, you could stay away, but there, yeah, there's a ton of big lines. It's tough. Like you just got to gather as much information as possible. But even then, it's a fucking crapshoot. Be in no shape world ever should be fucking twelve point home dogs, even if Derrick Henry's out. I mean, I guess yeah, you know, it, it it should be an auto bet. Dude, you got Tennessee catching 12 at home. The Raiders benching their fucking quarterback, catching 12 at home. Denver, 12 and a half AC. Like, it's crazy, man. These numbers are getting out of hand. Hard to say which side's going to be. We don't know. 
are the squares going to keep are the squares going to cash everything who knows just tease them down <laughs> my man mr neasy over there in the comments i see we'll touch on both of those games in a second joe your audio is cutting in and out a little bit maybe try to refresh one last time i'll try okay and I guess what I would caution people to add on to what both of you guys said, because I, I thought you both made really good points, is don't think for a second that you're going to get an edge with this information that you find on Twitter and try to beat these lines. Like a lot of this stuff is priced in, like must win is priced in, game doesn't matter is priced in, have already clinched is priced in. Like, you're not ahead of the books on the information. So a lot of the stuff and a lot of the popular narratives you're going to hear, a lot of that might already be priced into the line. Like, yeah, of course we know the Thursday night football line is inflated. A couple weeks ago, Dallas was minus four at Jacksonville. Now they are minus 10 and a half at Tennessee. So you're telling me that Tennessee with Malik Willis and no Derek Henry is six and a half points worse than Jackson? I don't, I don't know. So you, you just they're inflated in, in either direction for a reason. So really, really tread carefully. And maybe Neil's right. Maybe you just bet totals. But we're gonna still try to find a couple winners for everybody. Um, why don't we? Why don't we go with our buddy here? He wants to talk about Houston and he wants to talk about Chicago. So the Houston Jacksonville game is interesting because. Like Neil, you mentioned a few weeks uh, minutes ago, game doesn't matter for Tennessee. Game also doesn't matter for Jacksonville. Their Week 18 game will decide the AFC South. Houston, scrappy as fuck. Uh, everybody, I think on this show last week, I was told that what would Houston possibly have left in the tank after playing their little hearts out against Dallas and against Kansas City? I said, surely. I mean, how are they going to be able to get up for another game? And I said, well, wait a sec. You're telling me they're not going to be able to get up for a division game? They go win outright at Tennessee. So, I mean, Houston has one win or two wins now. They don't want to fuck up the number one pick probably. How many – How Can many we are they, go back to that well again? How many are they up on the – the Bears, right, got one game? That's one. the thing. And I think to Mr. Neasy's point, it's a half game. Right, because the Texans are two twelve, two twelve and one, oh. with the Bears three and thirteen. Uh-huh. So it's only a half, right? So one swing, and it's the opposite way because of that tie. So I think it's very interesting for both. Obviously, the you know that that Bears game with the Bears playing the Lions, and the Lions are playing for something. Um, that one at a at a plus six has me a little worried, but I again, you go back to it. I, you never want to say that a team's going to tank, but you're talking about the number. You know, you're talking about the number one pick, and if you're the Texans, right, the number one pick means a quarterback. I think Chicago, from the pick standpoint, they're comfortable. You know, with with Fields as their long term, but I, I don't think you you fuck this up if you're the Texans by giving Chicago away. Chicago feels you know, like. They feel like they would be a great trade down candidate. Exactly. 100% right if they were. Yeah. Even if they do get the first overall pick, they'll trade the shit out of that. They're fine, yeah. man. Yeah. They're okay. Fields is their quarterback for the next three, four years. 
Right, which is why it's, I think it's more meaningful, right, for Houston to make sure that they lock in, like, that they lock into that number one pick, you know. Say one thing, fuck the Bears for not covering last week. God damn. Yes, agreed. Just, that was a weird one. Yeah. That was a weird one. They, I think, because we were, we were all on it, and I was talking to my brother the, the other day, and we were looking back at the, um, we were looking back at the, the game cast and the drive summary and what happened. And I think they were down 21 13 with the kind of not late, but like nine minutes left, they go three and out. And then the bills score 14 points in the final seven minutes. They just go touchdown, touchdown, uh, crazy stuff happened in that game. The bills lost a fumble in bears territory through an interception to the end zone. So the bears played like shit, but still could have got there for the dads in the, in the fourth quarter there and Awful. totally went the other way. So, yeah, it just I think both of those plays, if you're looking at Texans with the points and Bears with the points, I mean you got division underdogs in December. Dude, and... I think a little bit. Which How one six? That? Which one? Texans. That has that should be like six. But it's the same, but it's the same thing. They're not playing, right? Because we it's the same argument, Joe. I would think that you say Tennessee shouldn't be catching twelve or ten, even without Derrick Henry. They have Jacksonville has nothing to play for. Tennessee has nothing to play for. Will they come out and play? Sure. People, whoever's out on the field is going to give their max effort, of course. But you're right. Jacksonville should be Jacksonville should be minus six. But who knows how long Trevor Lawrence is going to be in that game? Who knows how long anyone's going to be in that game? We're already out of out of the fucking. I, maybe I'll just talk to Jerry. Like, let's just fire it. dog and then. Uh, <laughs> Like, I mean, Houston, for, for a one-win team, two-win team, they're they're playing hard. Like a lot of, we've seen a lot of bad teams over the last few years, and who have mailed it in, and they haven't. They, I think, they were trailing in the game last week at Tennessee. It was delayed an hour. They had every reason to pack it in, and and not even play hard in that game, and they won it outright. So, did you guys hear? I about don't think the, the circus survivor. The three people that had Tennessee, yeah. if yeah. fucking, if that game had been postponed, they would have lost. Oh, oh, really? Wow. That's what the house rules are. Eric oh, Stevens out. That game had been postponed, so that it has to be played on the same day. So imagine picking, uh, and then they fucking the game played like, and you lose on. Oh, potentially wow. six mil on the line. No big deal, right? Yeah. Jesus. Well, I know if Chris Duke were here, he would say Lions have to win, right? So just tease it down. Uh, a lot of people are going to put the Lions in their teaser this week. And I, I would always caution – I'm, I'm retired from teasers anyway, but I would always caution don't tease division games because you never know. Uh, I mean, don't, don't go with the handicap that Detroit has to win, so they're going to win the game. Like, please don't do that. That, that's that's not good. You can just tease. Jeez. All right, let's let's talk about get into some matter. other games. Yeah, let's talk about games that matter. Joe, a, a rough week across the board for the dads in the contest last week. Some of us are are still kind of in striking distance to maybe get in the money. You're. You're, you're, I think, 90th right now, which is still a great season. So Dad's going to need to finish strong to approach top 30. Anything that uh, has caught your eye here for Week 17? Man, it's it's hard because 
so I watch a ton of football. But just looking at the board right now, I, it's going to be hard for me not to fire Cincinnati as a home dog, even though they're like 99% against the spread in the past 20, like 23 games or whatever. Ridiculous. But I don't know. The Buffalo, I know they didn't impress. I didn't watch the game. Followed it, obviously. Buffalo probably shouldn't have covered that game. And then now they're fucking road face Cincinnati. I, I just love the home dog. Cincinnati's still playing for seeding and shit. I think Cincinnati's got to be the player. Cincinnati's still playing to win the division, too, uh, with the Ravens. Are they tied with the Ravens? Game up. They, 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 okay. Since okay. Yes. Since he's a game up, they do play each other head-to-head uh, okay. next week. So, since he can clinch, obviously, with a win and a Ravens loss. Um, but certainly – yeah, um, I'm the same. I'm I'm with Joe. I'm with Joe. I I think since the the Bengals would be my play um, this week. Um, Monday night football. It's, I mean, it's going to be a great great environment. We'll see what happens. Obviously, it's gonna, I hate kind of that this game's on Monday because um, it could throw stuff off. Obviously, like if the Ravens do happen to lose, it comes a little different, you know, and or win. Um, obviously, if the Ravens win this game, right? This is a weird one in that if the Ravens win, this game doesn't mean anything for the Bengals either, right? It all goes until it all goes to the next to next week's game against the Ravens, whereas what, they could wrap up. If he loses somehow to Denver, and the Ravens, then Cincinnati has to win because they can they can keep getting high, jump up into the two. Yeah, I don't know if they have they pride yet. Yeah. They probably have a road to the one then, because they'd have a head-to-head win against Buffalo. So okay, yeah, that, that makes me, that makes me love it even even more, I guess, right? Because if they win this, they're tied with Buffalo. They'd be tied in the loss column with Buffalo, but they have the head-to-head win. But I mean, the chances Denver beats KC, I mean, fuck at that point, dog. You know, Chris would be for that right now. I don't know. Maybe Denver's really going to be looking forward to avenging their Nickelodeon game loss. Dude, Nickelodeon broadcast is so funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, of course they would have Rams Broncos, right? It, with the Rams putting up 50. Watch that with my uh, son. Parents are like into it. They're like, this is so cool that they're like explaining rules and shit. <laughs> it was awesome. Well, yeah, I, I'm really curious to see where contesters and what they do with the Bills Bengals game. It's it's clearly the best Monday night game we've had in several weeks, and uh, yeah, it's a little bit. I don't remember what they did when it was Buffalo KC. Um, and that was months ago. It feels like that was forever ago. So, see what people do with that. I could really see that going either way. So I don't really have a strong opinion on it at all. I think that'll be a really popular over. That's for sure. I'm sure people will just kind of hammer the over no matter what. Matthew, I, I fucking fuck. Say that again, Joe. I fucking, I think that total's inflated to fuck. Oh, of course, yeah, of course. Uh, MVP candidates, right? I think Burroughs really climbed his way up. I mean, the Bengals might 
they might cover every game for the rest of the history of their franchise at this point. Uh, the, between the Bengals and the Niners, two teams that will that may never lose again, quite frankly, uh, unless they have to play each other in the Super Bowl, which I don't know what Kyle would do if that happened. That would be that would be interesting. Kyle loves Joe Burrow. Holy fuck. All right. Neil, give me one that you're looking at. Yeah, I given that the Chargers won last week, they clinched their first uh playoff appearance in teams like forever. Um I I hated that the Rams won by so much and everyone thinks that Baker has found something, but I, I don't know if I'm falling into a trap, but I think the Rams catching six and a half um, Sunday Sunday night. I like I like the the soft Rams in this spot. I don't know. I just the Chargers feel like one of those analytical teams that have nothing to play for. The Rams, you know, go see what you got. You don't own a pick anyways in the first round, so honestly, you have every incentive just go out and and try to win. And that's so I think. Given all that, and Baker, you could give what say what you want. I mean, he has played really well. Him and McVay, they've turned and found something. So, uh, I just think with the with the lack of motivation, I think that the Chargers might have in in this one for them to be laying six and a half points. That doesn't. I mean, that that doesn't sit well with me in this one. So, I'll take I'll take the Charmin Rams um, catching almost a touchdown. The Battle of L.A. Huh? Battle of L.A. Uh, yeah, that'll be. Was that that was supposed to be Sunday night, and that game was. You got to think that NBC gets that one, and they're like, "Oh man, Stafford and the defending champs against Herbert and the Chargers battle for the soul of Los Angeles in Week 17." That'll be a great game. Uh, perhaps not the way things yeah, have turned yeah. out. So, yeah, fifty people that their team. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's a tough one. I mean, you're kind of right that the Rams are kind of in like don't give a fuck mode. Like they can just go play. And I think the Chargers are kind of capped on where they can finish. I think they can't then maybe fifth. So they're gonna be a they're gonna have a road wild card game no matter what. So Not why get way. Herbert hurt? I think they've already talked about Eckler's on the injury report, and maybe they're gonna take it easy with him. So. That that's the kind of shit that makes these last few weeks of the season so tough. For me, I want to make sure we talk about a couple games. We talked about this one earlier in the week when we did our recap. And I had no less than 99 messages in various group chats saying that people are hammering Carolina. And... Like, if you still want to bet Carolina at plus three, you're dumb. I'm just going to say it. That's that's not a good bet. You could have had that motherfucker at, what, six and a half? Westgate opened it at six and a half. And then Believe. it got down to four and a half. And now at three. I don't know. This just feels like one that everybody everybody thinks that the Bucks are suck. And they almost lost to fucking Cliff Kingsbury and Trace McSorley. And I'm not saying the Bucs are any good because they aren't. But I'm suspicious of 
love all love for Carolina myself. I'm probably not going to do Bucks, but I, I sure as shit am not doing Carolina plus three. I feel like Carolina right now was one week late. Everybody had them dead. Everybody wanted to bet on Carolina. Derek Steve, how many tickets they had on the week. And Carolina goes out and just beats the living fuck out of them. And yes, trying to make the playoffs, which is, but I think this is a fade spot, even a division game. And you're getting the worst number. Shout out DLV Trophy. If anybody has right now, yeah, Yeah, I'm just going to kind of play all bucks minus seven and get crazy plus money. I don't know. I'm probably not feeling that dangerous, but now the bucks. The Bucks have had a ton of injuries. Everybody knows that. I don't think he's going to play, but people should know that they they just opened up their 21-day window for their center to come back, Ryan Jensen. That's huge because they've been playing on the fucking backup center all season, and that matters for an old-ass man like Tom Brady. Guys in their secondary have been banged up. You want to see who they're getting back. J.C. Horn, second-year stud corner for Carolina broke his wrist so he's going to be out people just should know this stuff before you just dismiss the bucks entirely and, and go with a I, what i think is going to be a very trendy underdog in carolina do, neil do you still think it's the right side because we talked about this one the other day we didn't obviously with the move and I'm, I'm sort of surprised that from when we talked about it on monday right this thing hasn't moved off of three i haven't seen even you getting the hook on either side um, really anywhere. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think the same. I can't see myself backing Carolina knowing that you missed out on so much. Um, I, I'm just I'm interested to see where the public goes. I think I mentioned it on the last potters. Like, I just feel like given the weekend it is and you can say like, oh, Tampa, you know, Tampa Bay went to overtime, and you know, with the Cardinals. But if we you know, they came and won. Of course they did, right? Because they have Tom Brady. Tom Brady can always come out and, you know, figure out a way how to beat a team, you know, by by three. I feel like that's still maybe the prevailing narrative. Like, Carolina is not some sweetheart. Like, the books, Joe mentioned, the books needed Carolina a ton to take care of Detroit last week, right? Because Detroit's everyone's darlings. I don't know that the narrative has switched so much that all of a sudden Carolina is like the sweetheart team. So I'm, I'm interested to see where the tickets and where the money falls on on this one when we get closer to game day because I still feel like Tampa is going to be sort of the public side. Um, yeah. The square is – if you have a pen and paper, Matthew, that you can draw a square of right now because 70% of bats and 5% Carolina. Wow. So they have became the – How much money? <laughs> Ninety-five percent of the wow. so. Wow. Speaking of Ryan Jensen, he's got a lot. He's been like your hair here. I don't, but he's got some crazy hair. Wow. Your How's that one? Your is that one better? Much better. What's oh that's uh. parallel? That's what that is? <laughs> Square. <laughs> Good with words, not number, not numbers and shapes. I just feel like Carolina is going to be this like Twitter sharp play of the weekend, where you're going to see a bunch of people posting with flexing muscles and flip 
is South Carolina plus three on Sunday morning, and he's going to be. A, that needs to be a, an idiot. You do a segment. Let's do. We should do the the Twitter handicappers sharp play of the week. That'd be yeah. If it feels like it'll be a Colin Cowherd blazing five, like that'll just, I don't know. So, like okay, this, let's talk. The same could be said Go about ahead. Minnesota. About who? Minnesota. Like, oh, 12 okay, I was three. just going to talk about that one too. Yeah. I think it's worth, I think it's worth talking about that one too. Cause I, that's now that one has moved off the three. Yes. Packers are now three and a half. Oh. And so it's like, all right, Ugh. that feels like the right side because it's it's Lambo. The Vikings beat the shit out of them in week one. And everybody knows, well, I don't know if everybody knows, everybody, I tell the Vikings are not really good. I think they're 11 and 0 in one score games, which is just unbelievable that to have the ball every single time. I mean, when they got that block punt last week and I thought I was going to lose my Giants bet, I was oh, that was going to be that was going to be rough, but it got there. It's fine. Giants got there. Thank you, Danny Dimes. But I don't know, guys. Packers feel like the right side, but do we really want to lay more than a field goal with them? I hate this fucking game. I'm, I, I would love to no way, shape, and form I'm betting on a side here. No way. Because, like, let's let's look at and really evaluate the Packers' last couple wins, right? Tua gives the game away on Christmas. Three, three fourth-quarter interceptions. And then the, the Monday night win over the Baker Mayfield, Nickelodeon MVP Rams, that's and not they, particularly impressive. When they were getting their – Chicago gave up 16 or whatever points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Chicago's done that twice to me in the last four weeks, I think. So, like, I mean, I'm I'm positive Minnesota is they're good, but they're not like a great. They're not a one seed level team, not even close. But I'm not sure the Packers are even good either. Neil, are you with Joe? Is this just a void? Uh, not fully. I had I I have a personal bet. I already put Packers minus three. Um, personally in a bet though. I mean, the one thing I would go out and to say, this is going to be, if you look from, from the Vikings standpoint, this is the first time that they will have played outdoors. I think since November 13th, um, they've had five home games and then an at Detroit, um, as their only road, which is dome. So this is the first time in a long time that they're going outdoors. Has it um, been since the Buffalo game? Since the Buffalo game. Yep. Wow. So, um, again, it was an overtime. It was an overtime win, but you still have a long time since then. Um, just yeah, I, I took it at three. I don't. Again, we all know the importance of three to three and a half. I don't know that I love it at three and a half. I just think that. Yes, it'll hold. Hopefully, it all come, it all comes crashing down. Packers need it. I mean, this is a, you know this is a need for Packers. Give, say what you want. I mean, I think again, Tua with the concussion. Yeah, they just gave the game away. And clearly, if Tua had a concussion, that explains a lot because that was one of the worst fourth quarters I think I've ever seen a quarterback play. Um, 
but it's land. I mean, it's Lambeau. I think home. You know, that's the one place maybe in in football that home field still means something, and that place is going to be an absolute madhouse on on Sunday afternoon. What do you mean, like dogs? You don't think Seattle's got a home when they're good? I think maybe they they have, but now that they're good, but I didn't think they were going to at the beginning. But certainly, this is the. I mean, this is different than any game that. Right, I didn't write how much it is. Probably Seattle's biggest home field was probably that game against the Niners. That worked out real well for Seattle. I can't wait to see what happens in the Seattle Jets game. That that's going to be fun with both teams' playoff chances on life support. I feel like everyone I've heard is going to be on the Jets because Mike White is apparently a Pro Bowler or something. Uh, people have just decided that he's amazing. So I, I just Seattle is just Seattle's tough, man. I mean, Gino's kind of falling off a cliff. That was a really frustrating non-cover last week to have multiple chances in Kansas City territory and just never end up getting points. That's a tough one. Yeah, I like Seattle home dogs. Also the under. Yeah, feels right. Um, God, couple other games. Commanders, Browns. I mean, Carson. Can anybody get a, anybody excited about Carson Wentz as a favorite? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. uh, last time he had to help his team get into the playoffs as a favorite. I think we all remember what happened. Just ask Frank Reich and uh, Jim Irsay how that went. Are Cleveland? So that's, that's pretty interesting. Are they not? They might be the same football team. They're the same team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perennial. I, I, I'm personally rooting for, I'm rooting for the Saints to somehow win in Philly. If if the Saints can win the division and get into the playoffs and cash my bet against Mr. Achilles, that would be pretty pretty incredible considering they were like 9,000 games under 500 at one point And that bet was laughed at by many people. If that could sit there, uh, I would, I might have to buy an Andy Dalton Jersey. If uh, Chris pays for me to play golf at Pachanga. Get the Mormon. You have to get the Mormon. Just give it to Taysom as many times as possible. Get it. And wear the arm sleeve. Or a time on yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, any other ones that we want to touch on? There's a lot of weird matchup. Falcons Cardinals is weird. Can Teddy Bridgewater. Touch, I wanted. Yeah, I wanted to ask the dads. Can can Chris isn't here because this seems like it would be all him. Can anyone touch the Colts catching less than a touchdown against the Giants, who need it? Um, dude, uh, I'm I'm still fade the Colts. Four weeks, they've been the Steelers of of last season for us. I fucking don't points, but Indianapolis has they fucking suck. They and suck. Nick Foles. <laughs> Nick, Nick Foles. Yeah. 
Nick Foles should be nowhere near an NFL field at this point. But guess what? This. I think this is this is it has to be a mandate from Ursay, right? Think about how hard a time this team has had finding a quarterback. A hundred, a hundred percent, right? Like Ursay has to be thinking to himself, "Fuck all of this, trying to find a veteran stopgap and fix this. We need to finish as high in the draft as possible and draft our next quarterback. And the best chance for us to lose." is by starting Nick, Big Dick Nick, Super Bowl MVP throw. I mean, how many? It was just hilarious to watch him wind up and, and chuck it, and it's like intercepted every other play. It's, it was it's surreal to watch that performance on Monday Night Football. The Giants are scum, no doubt. They've covered all as a – I just – I Indianapolis. How do you even – how do you bet this team right now? I don't know. That's I, that's why I, I I don't think – like, I don't think you can as bad as that perform. That was as bad of a performance and putting him out there in that situation as you can. And to think that the Giants – and, you know, I mean, again, it, you had the opposite is true, right? Is Danny – is Daniel Jones good as a home fave? I mean, <laughs> right, how do you back – I don't know how you back Daniel <laughs> – Kenny Jones and that team is a home fave, but I can't see how anyone could go and put money on the Colts in, in this spot. Like, this is just a weird, like, you have two very conflicting items <laughs> going on in this game. Like, it's, yeah, it, it's so weird. You get to this point where you have what you can kind of objectively look at from the outside, and you've got these owners. I mean, the, the Raiders, Stidham, that, that's, I agree with Middlecoff. I saw his video. That's an ownership call. That's like, this is what we're doing. I don't care if it doesn't give us the best chance to win. This is what we're doing. So you have meddling owners making calls. Like, are the players going to try to lose? No. But there's orders coming from higher up that are hampering the team's ability to win. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. Yep. It's, it's the, unbelievable. Unreal. It will be a wacky week 17 in the NFL. Stay tuned for all the dad's contest picks. Find mine at Matthew James 78. Neil and Kyle's two dads, one doc entry. Uh, that'll get posted with our graphic. And then Joe's on Twitter at Joe underscore knows underscore underscore underscore. Pray for Chris Duke's liver and his Achilles. He's trying to play golf. He's probably going to tear the other one. <laughs> get to watch him limp around for another eight to 10 months and the cycle will repeat. So everybody, thanks for tuning in. We will catch you guys either on Sunday night or ahead of Monday night football to recap week 17. Good luck with your bets and don't bet every bowl game. <laughs> This is Fade